Okay, hello. My name is Corinthia. She, I think her. you might need to speak a little louder. Oh, you're so mad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yelling. No, hello. My name is. <laughs> my name is Corinthia. She, her. My name's Anna. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and ella. You're so right. Ella también. Um, and I don't know how to start this. Should we start with our meals or. So we decided to start doing these videos to one, basically just like review food because we love food. We also had an idea of like doing like El Paso food tours. We're from El Paso also. Aye aye. You're Which so like good. also most of the people that are going to be watching this first are probably going to be you all from El Paso. So <laughs> anyway, um, so we decided to do these videos with like reviewing food across like the city, but also... Um, kind of bridging that and like talking about like reproductive justice and just kind of like different issues of RJ and like yeah social issues as well it's actually National Burgers Day so mm -hmm. we decided to opt wow what a great segue I know so we decided to opt for good old Texan I forgot its name water burger water burger you know I used to think it was water like H2O burger and then one day my dad took me to the sign, or one he took me to Waterburger, and I saw the sign, and it break it breaks it down. What a uh, burger! I think I've been able to pronounce it through the commercials. Oh, like, you're so right. Yeah, yeah. When they're like grilling it or something. Mind yeah. blown. When I but I was like, wow, that makes sense because I never understood why it was called Waterburger, like me water, like agua. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I used to pronounce that. I used to say Waterburger. Yeah, to this I day think, I'll still yeah. say it. Right? <laughs> yeah, to this day I'll still say it. But agua hamburguesa. <laughs> yes. Esponja Bob. Esponja Bob. <laughs> That's you what they have in bikini. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Krabby Patty don't know her. It's about Awa Burger. <laughs> You're so right. So we work with a local organi nonprofit organization called West Fund. And they were doing a live on Instagram at some point, And we were inspired mm -hmm. by being like, wow, we should do like a video of sorts talking about food, but also talking about these social issues. But then we kind of forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to Austin with a project with West Fund. And do you want to talk about our Austin experience? So overall, 1010, I would recommend maybe just less youth. Aye, aye. We were, <laughs> we were, just, we were just in charge of like, um, I mean, we're youth too. Aye, aye. <laughs> but we were in charge of like other youth, younger youth. And it was a lot. We're chaperones. Yeah, I feel like it was a great trip to remind me that I did not want kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just a reaffirmation. Yeah, you know? I'm like this is too much work, yeah. Like no, no, thank you. But then also, I understood why sometimes when I would be at the store and in Mercado, <laughs> my mom would be like, "Hold on to me." <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> But then also, why she would panic when I would like leave five Just feet leave, away. Yeah. yeah. She'd be like, ¿Dónde está? And I'd be like, I'm right here. And she'd be like, don't you ever do that. And I'm like, you're so right. I'm backtracking a little bit. We um we had to use a lot of Ubers. Obviously, uh, we, we don't, we're not from Austin. So we also... It's just, it's like an eight hour, eight, ten hour drive from here. Um, so we're not going to take our cars. It's just, it's too much. And it's, 
more we just can also like expose ourselves to like more dangers having you know all these like students underage students um anyway so when we would get on the ubers also we would hype up el paso because we love el paso um and the food obviously and so every time we would invite someone to come we were like you should sign up for a food tour even though we actually don't have food tour um but <laughs> we were like yeah like blah 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 we'll take you to all the spots and like you should come visit and this and that and so that was also, I think, kind of, like, something that we were like, wow, we should, like, this is really cool. Like, we can make money. Like, we could Airbnb it on, like, the experiences or whatever. I don't know if y'all know, but Airbnb has a section that says experiences. Oh, we would be an experience. <laughs> if you're in El Paso, please reach out to us. <laughs> I'll put our ads down below. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. We're lit. I We actually do have Twitters. Yeah. Both of us. Not conjoint, but, you know. <laughs> And so then we also part of like this um, trip or whatever, we were able to go visit some universities. And so we went to go visit UT, of course, because it's like the university in Tejas. Um, and so there are amazing tour guide, which I actually forgot her name. I but... forgot her name too, actually. But she was amazing. Yeah, she was part. I think so inspiring. I'm going to have to look up her name, y'all, because she was so good. We were like, you need to get paid. Because she wasn't getting paid. Oh, yeah. She was doing this as, like, a volunteer or something. She's like, after two years or a year, like, I can get paid. And I was like, girl, like, you're going above and beyond. But, Trash. Um, yeah, also because it was, like, a person of color. So I'm like, like no, you know? And you could tell she, really, she was genuinely mm -hmm. invested in the campus because yeah. she really did go above and beyond. Yeah. And was <laughs> so helpful throughout the whole thing mm -hmm. and gave great insight and was also very responsive a lot to questions. She was just honestly, like, above and beyond. Yeah. She For was not really even getting paid. I like, know. damn. <laughs> I was like, did I just give you, like, gifts? I don't know, you know? But, um, yeah, she needed to get paid. I hope she's getting paid now, but it mm -hmm. hasn't been a year, so I don't know. Um, anyway, so she was going through, like, a lot of different clubs, and then she, like, randomly, like, mentioned one of the clubs that they, or no, I, it was in a paper, or I don't know what, but it was basically a wing club, that's what oh, it was yeah, called, no, like, yeah. wing club, wing Wednesday, Wednesdays or something, and basically these were, like, people on campus that, like, really liked wings, and they would get together, like, on Wednesdays and, like, go to different wing places and just, like, eat wings. Wow, isn't that just a life? Like, wow. Um, you're we were so like, wow. We, um, I was like, I should get to UT. get on it. Yeah, I was like, I can't just get to UT just for the weeks. Like, <laughs> wish they would have never accepted me, but you know. <laughs> Can you imagine your application? I want to be in the wing club. <laughs> I will be president yeah. of the wing club. Yeah. And, okay, just to go on a little tangent, mm -hmm. I do not respect people who get boneless wings. <laughs> I really like boneless wings. <laughs> okay, I mean it's not that harsh. Lemon it's not that deep. Lemon but. pepper though, I feel like you have to eat with the bone. Um I don't know, it's because I feel like some places, especially when it comes to hot wings or like wings that are supposed to be spicy, they're like really like soggy. Like they're not crunchy, mm. they're just like soggy and it's gross. It just makes me think of like the dead chicken. Um and also <laughs> like I like I'm gonna die. Like I'm gonna like die because I'm gonna get like salmonella or something. Mm -hmm. um, I think boneless wings. I mean, are, like, I still safe. love you. 
Pero Thank you. like, I really appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> when people are like boneless, I'm like, you're not here for the experience, <laughs> are you? You're really not. Go get some chicken yeah. nuggets if that's what you really want. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay. I can already see the comments. Wow, you're really going in <laughs> in this essay. I, I will explore how. <laughs> you, I feel very attacked right I now. I feel very attacked. <laughs> um, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's okay. It's <laughs> that was something that we came up with yeah. on the trip, too. Mm-hmm. It's look at it. Is. It is it's what it is. is. Yeah. All right. So now that we had figured out that the Wing Club existed, we were so inspired. <laughs> and, like, literally, like, Six months later, now we're sitting down to actually do one. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are. Oh, and like I said, it's National Burgers Day. And since both of us have already been to Whataburger, obviously, many, many times, we decided, <laughs> we're actually, and I have the brilliant idea, <laughs> yeah. to order for each other. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see your order? So, um, wow, look at the ritual of, like, other fashion, or whatever it's called, style? Hey, style. Which also, like, look at Corintia. Wow, she's beautiful. I only came hard because I knew Anna was going to come hard, and I was like, no, Which, I like, have to no. show up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a boy today. I'm just kidding. A very cute one. Thank you. I'm like 10. So, okay, hey, look at the scooties. I really take care of it. You know? <laughs> so, anyway, so we ordered for each other. Um, I basically have had just about everything on the Whataburger menu. I know it by heart. Um, <laughs> Except when we pulled up, you asked oh, yeah. where the eight and the nine was, and turns out they don't have a number eight and a nine. Which is really weird. Like, they just go from seven straight to ten. Yeah. Um, and we were like, then why? Because you know what? Seven, eight, nine. Totally, <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually really funny. It's so funny. That's probably where that joke came from. From Whataburger, wow. you know? The OGs. Because, and we never get credit. Yeah. Hello? Texans, like, can do it all. I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, Not all of Texas. <laughs> so, basically, the only thing I haven't had are, like, the salads and the, like, honey barbecue thing or whatever. Um, oh, and that biscuit gravy thing. I think that's for breakfast, though. Um, mm-hmm. But basically everything else. So, Corinthia got... Um, the avocado bacon burger for me, which I have had. Um, but I had it when it first came out. I think it came out maybe like a year or two ago, I think. I don't really remember. But I do remember I was still working at Bahama Bucks. And so that was about a year ago. <laughs> You're so right. I so, so I think so. Um, but she added pickles, jalapenos. But yeah, but I haven't had it like that. So, and I also only had it that one time. And I was like, you know what? Dos, tres, it's all right. Um, like, it's good. I would eat it again. Not my favorite thing. Um, but also, it's just because um, a secret of mine is that I actually don't really like aguacate. Like, I really... <laughs> this I whole really, time. <laughs> I do enjoy it and I love guacamole, but only like my mom's guacamole. Or like my, mom, my family's guacamole because that's like legit guacamole. Not like... Or even, like, the Vista Market, you know, which is, like, a, a local market in El Paso. But, like, the guacamole, you're going to get, like, a chipotle or I just, like, or, like, a Taco Bell even. Like, that, like that's not real guacamole. But I just don't like to eat it a lot. It also causes, like, an allergic reaction. Like, my mouth just gets really, like, itchy and stuff. So that's also the reason why I don't eat it a lot. But overall, She didn't tell like, me none of this. <laughs> I just want to preface that. She didn't tell me none of this. 
I was under the impression that she was down with the guacamole. And now I'm learning that you're not all that down. <laughs> I mean, I would eat it and I like it. I like it on my flautas. I like it on my tortas. You know, like I eat it, but like, for example, my mom, my mom, my dad and my sister, like will eat a whole ass like guacamole, guacamole like a whole ass aguacate in like one meal. Like the whole thing. I can't do that. I'm like, I'll eat a slice. But, like, that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I like it. I just, like, I'm not an extreme fanatic. Um, anyway. So, all those people in California who are eating avocado toast mm -hmm. can't relate. Yeah, y'all can relate. And also, y'all are making avocados way too expensive for me. I literally buy, like, two or four at a time. And that's, like, once, like, a month. Because they're just so expensive. I got a knickknack patty whack. Give a Corinthia a burger. But it was a melt. It was a patty melt. No, it was a mushroom Swiss, Swiss burger. Mushroom Swiss burger. And we added bacon and chile. Green chile. Green chili. Which is a California, like, chiles. You're so right. Don't you make, like, um... Because no wonder I was like, chile or jalapenos? But chili, and you're so right. Yeah. There's that difference. Mm -hmm. Yes! Yeah. So that's so what we that's ordered. So that's what we got. Um... And then for this episode, we decided to talk about how we got into RJ. Yes. Which is reproductive justice. Yes. I totally forgot about that. I was just gonna like go in and like review the <laughs> We also got spicy ketchup. Um, I don't know if y'all know, but well, I mean, actually, those of y'all that don't have access to Waterburger probably don't know. Uh, but Waterburger has this new thing called spicy ketchup. It's actually not spicy. Maybe for like certain people, it might be. Name them. Uh, at them. <laughs> But uh, it's actually not spicy, but it's not as sweet as like regular ketchup, and it does have a like kind of like a little different like taste. So I do like it more because I'm also not a big fan of ketchup. Uh, that's just me though. I just think it's sweet, and I don't really like sweet things. I respect that. I mean, <laughs> I don't really like sweet things too. I don't like sweet condiments either. Yeah, like weird. relish. <gasps> actually, I I do eat relish. No, I feel betrayed now. <laughs> you just said. No, um, but like I, I prefer mustard over ketchup. Oh yeah, hard I wouldn't guess. put that on my fries, but like you know. Oh yeah, like on a hot dog really. and a burger. <gasps> yeah, mm. but you see, like I feel like all the condiments in a hot dog mixed with like relish sometimes, like. You're right, because I do look. Wow, my mouth is like. I watering. know. <laughs> I'm like. Mm. I'm about to eat, and my mouth is still watering. Um. Anyway, yeah. I'm so excited. These are our fries. Um. I have ate most of my fries because uh, we did have to hash some of this out because we literally came with no agenda. We were like, we're just going to eat. Like, yeah. Um, and I was eating my fries the whole time. So here's my burger. Uh, like a swatch. You know how people do swatches? <laughs> here's my burger. <laughs> it, smells it smells delicious. It does smell delicious. It's so good. That's one of my new favorites. I tried it and I was like, wow. I literally ate that last night. Don't judge me for eating water burger too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I enjoy that. No, I do. I can literally taste the, the onion. Mm -hmm. Not the onions. The mushrooms. Oh, I was like, well, because it has some onions too. And I like that, like, there's like hugo of the mushrooms too. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I knew you'd like it. <laughs> You're so right. Mm, okay. So, RJ, let me switch my burger really quick. Well, Anna's getting set up. This is my avocado bacon burger. With extra pickles. Where's the... Oh, my camera's over here. Oh. 
<laughs> oh wow, my nails look really gross. Uh, but please don't judge me. Since, uh, so basically, this is my burger. And I know I made like messy. It's not gonna look like the commercials, obviously, uh, because those are like sometimes I don't even use real food, just so like. <laughs> the, have like, you seen those food where it's like they show you how they like? Yeah. I was like, wow, a scam. I know. My prima actually was the one that told me about it, and I was like, wow. So this is the inside: tomatoes, pickles, a little aguacate. You can can I see it in like the cheese? Um. I'm excited yeah. for you. Thank you, me too. <laughs> okay, so while you take a bite and you mm -hmm. get that in, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I got started into RJ. So I got started in RJ actually like a year ago. I was, well, my whole degree can be argued as RJ because <laughs> it's focused on health promotion. And the more I found myself, like, taking some of these classes, the more I understood what social justice was in comparison to what I now know to be white feminism. And so, like, learning about all these, and especially living in El Paso and it being so unique, I never really comprehended that statement when my teachers would say it and professors would say it until I left El Paso and I was like, oh... You're so right. <laughs> we really are that different. And so the more I got into my degree, the more I learned about social justice. And then I took a certain professor's class who happened to work with West Fun. And she said that if you volunteered with West Fun, like you would get extra credit. So I started volunteering. And West Fund itself is an abortion fund. And so I started volunteering. And even that was really interesting. And I learned even more about, like, emotional labor, reproductive justice, what that means. And even that in comparison to also, like, white feminism, which I think maybe another video would be, like, what mm -hmm. RJ is versus white feminism. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, wow. Like, I thought the only abortion funds that existed were Planned Parenthood. And a lot of my questions initially and assumptions were very... I guess it like now I'm like wow like how could you believe that but they were very ignorant <laughs> at the time you know because I didn't have a lot of and I guess like again the being retrospective like you can only see what's ahead of you right mm -hmm. and for me I could only see what's ahead of me as far as my issues like what affected my parents what affected me but then when you start to look into community aspect which again was also part of my degree I was like wow there's so much more than beyond me and my community so that was kind of how I got started into RJ. And looking back, I'm like, wow, there's all these different things that affected me, but I never connected the dots. Mm -hmm. Wow. How's your burger? My burger is pretty good. So it actually doesn't have a lot of aguacate. <laughs> Which is, uh, I guess, like a good thing. But also, like, I just can't taste it. Um, so I'm like, where did you go? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but... Maybe when I get towards the end, I'll taste it. But I really like it. And the jalapenos, I feel like, are the really good, like, kick. And, like, also, like, the saltiness of the pickles. Oh, my God. I just, I love pickles also. Like, oh, my God. My mouth is watering as I talk. 
as we're eating too. Yeah, I'm like I like I more, you know. Um, sometimes I really would eat more if I could. Does this taste so good? But like I'm so full that I'm like I'm gonna die. <laughs> Cause like there's this thing in Spanish. I don't know what it's called in English, but it's called indigestion or something like that. Mm. And it's basically where you like you eat too much and like your body like can't digest the food. Um, so you just like die. <laughs> um. The way I learned it was actually from visiting, like, my family in Mexico, like, my, um, mom's, like, sisters, because they feed me a lot. Like, my mom feeds me a lot, but, like, my tias feed me, like, a lot, a lot, and so my mom was like, you need to stop feeding my child so much, like, she's gonna die. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) She, like, had to step in, you know? (laughs) Um, anyway, but, so... How I got involved in RJ, I think, was also through Westfun. Aye, aye. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> but, um, I had already done, like, other organizing. Um, I think it was more, like, around, like, civic engagements, like, voter registration and, like, just, like, voting and, like, policy or, like, ad- oh, sorry, I'm burping. Advocacy, I guess. Um, and then it wasn't until, I think... So a position opened up with Westfund, like a paid position um, that was for um, sexual health education policy um, in El Paso, and that's in a, <clears throat> and Sam, yeah, Sam, I was like, wait, should I say her name? But <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, so Sam, who's the president of Westfund, um, was like, hey, you should apply, like blah, blah, blah. And at the time, I was looking for something else to do or to apply to. And not necessarily because I wanted to leave my job. I was working at Bahama Books, uh, which shout out to Bahama Books. Whoop, whoop. I'm just kidding. It's a franchise, you know. I mean, well, Whataburger is a franchise too. But anyway, my point being is that Bahama Books is really good to me. Bahama uh, Books or the team at Bahama Books? The team at Bahama Books. Specifically at Edgemere. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> um, yeah, because not all the stories were as great as my team. Aye, aye. But really though, okay. Um, and so I was just like, I not necessarily because I wanted to leave my job, but just like to do other things or like to make extra money, I guess. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna apply. And I had applied to another thing also for another organization at the time that was looking to get like some field organizers or something. Um, but I'm glad I didn't take that other um, organization just because um, it's actually really problematic. Um, but I, I was about to make a joke, but I was like, no, we can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I, I didn't, I'm so glad that I didn't go with them. Um, but also just cause I was like, well, like Westman just, you know, like has more things and like, I'm going to be doing things directly in my community or like, I just saw like there was more potential there. Um, so I applied and I fortunately got the job. Um, and I guess like I, at this point I had heard about reproductive justice but what I really thought it was or knew about it was more like abortion and like contraception and more of like reproductive health as opposed to like actual reproductive justice right so there's there's obviously like a distinction which I think we will cover in a different video um and so, really, I think Westfun has also, like, done a really great job at, like, one, like, vetting people or just, like, really teaching and training people about, like, what reproductive justice is, what it means, how that aligns with them, um, and, like, their values and their mission and how we, um, 
action, like, I guess, like, uh, acted out, like, acted in our own, like, lives. Um, so, yeah. The I values think, align? Yeah, like, how we can practice it. Oh, how we can yeah. practice it. Yeah. <laughs> how we can practice it. And so that's really, like, when I actually started to learn about what reproductive justice actually was and what it actually meant. And I was like, oh, my God, wow, like, this is actually, like, I think it was also that aha moment where I think at, at, at that point I had also already started to learn about like um, systemic like issues and like how like certain issues are like interconnected and stuff like that. I don't think I had the necessary tools to really understand how to like fight these systems or against these systems and like collectively with other people or anything. I just knew that like these like oppressions existed and that, you know, and, and I felt very... It was a lot. I don't. Th I think when I was first exposed to just like social justice in general, or like social inequity, I guess it was. It was. It was just a lot for me. I think to process, and there was a lot of like resentment and like anger, um, just because like I also felt kind of like trapped and like I really couldn't like do anything about it, um, and like I just felt like everything was unfair, which like it is, but also like there is things you can do, right? Um, and also even just talking about like emotional well-being or just like overall what is it what's the new term it's like a just like wellness like health like it's not necessarily health but just like wellness overall which encompasses right like mental health and like environmental environmentalism well, spirituality. Yeah, and like all of these other things that like i didn't really know about or also weren't talked about because also like mental health is i think still very stigmatized i do think that it's changing now um, and more Especially, people. I think, in our culture. Yeah, in our culture, yeah. Um, it's very... And I think even, like, with the people around me, really, has been changing a lot. I think people are, are a little bit more open about it. Um, anyway, point being, I had been introduced to these things. I didn't know what to do, whatever. And it wasn't until I got to Westman that I was like, oh, wow. And I think I really, like, connected with, like, how, like, reproductive justice or even, like, access to abortion, you know, is, like... It's, like, it, it's... It's, bigger than what it is. It's bigger than what it is, and it's connected to other issues like, you know, like immigration, right? Or like, um, what's it, like economic justice or like food security. Like, it's just connected to so many other things. And I think that's when I was like, oh, wow, like everybody should be like doing like reproductive justice work, and like this should be like everywhere. And like now I'm like, we need to, like, I want to, you know, just like everybody needs to like you know everybody um, needs to know yeah everybody needs to know and like reproductive justice is a framework that everyone and every single nonprofit organization person whatever should be like working under or with uh but that's a, that's just my personal choice uh, i mean idea opinion opinion it's my personal opinion yeah. i think it's also um very interesting that Again, like, I think we experience these things, but at least for me, it wasn't until I got to West Fund that I could actually put name to things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is what, like, economical justice was. I mean, and again, it, like, it sounds so ignorant and like, wow, how could you be so, like, not in the know of things? But, I mean, at the moment, like I said, at least for me, I, like, you can only see, like, so far ahead of yourself. And I think that's also a result of, like, capitalism, right? Because you're always driving for the you and you're always focused on, like, you and yourself and, like, 
all the problems that come with just existing in capitalism that you forget about community mm-hmm. and you forget about taking care of one another and I mean that itself is also very like multi-layered going back into like mental health right how it's just like stigmatized in different communities um, but I mean going back to what I was saying it was very interesting to be able to put a name on things but economical justice so we have or Westwood has a youth program and when I heard that students would be getting a stipend I was like <laughs> I was like wow that's like incredible but also like low-key high-key jealous because I was like wow I wish I would have had an opportunity like this but today on Twitter I also saw this um this quote and I was like wow like I really need to be about that and it was like be the person that you needed when you were adolescent yeah and I was just like you know what I was a little bit of a hot mess at an adolescent and maybe if people were and also I don't mean I feel like I can go on like different tangents but also being in social justice I thought I was very empathetic and I thought I was very soft but going into different spaces you're like wow I wasn't that and you're, like there's so much growth to be done right and like forgiveness within yourself and just like having those growing pains but like I take that with me now and I'm just like okay so when I was an adolescent I don't think I was taken as seriously as I should have been mm-hmm. and now I can be that for someone else because we're all about empowering the youth and how do you empower youth other than like treating them as actual human autonomous human beings mm-hmm. and respecting their opinion and having them not only have a seat at the table, but also be able to speak at the table. And so that was very impactful to see straight on be practiced and was like, wow, I need to be better so that the people who come after me or who take my seat at the table after me have the tools to have the next people be successful, which is like one of my favorite things like I've, that I've experienced is like, wow, in my success comes the success of others. That come be or that come after me or then bringing up with me and being able to like learn all these different things and being able to name different things has been really really unique but yeah i was also very overwhelmed when i first got into social justice and reproductive justice but i like kept to myself at first too because i would go to different workshops and people would ask me like what are my opinions but i'm like i have zero opinions because i have no idea what's going on <laughs> <laughs> I feel that the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'd all look at me like what do you want to say like we want to hear what you want to say and even that is like when when you've been ignored for so long and someone finally asks you like hey we want to hear what you're saying you're like, what yeah you're like me I don't even know if I have anything to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> what but having the mic be turned on you you're like wow <laughs> damn <right>? yeah. <laughs> Can they see me? Like, if I don't do anything, like, can they see me? <laughs> but no, it was a very interesting, unique experience. And suddenly I found myself having to try and figure out and also I slightly feel the pressure to catch up to where everybody else was mm-hmm. in understanding different social justice issues. And there was a lot for me to unpack because this is a safe space. Don't nobody. Don't nobody. Yeah, it is a safe space. So, like, if you're going to say anything, like, we're just going to block you, you know? Like... If it's not constructive, like, fuck off. (laughs) You're so right. But also, I used to want to be a cop. And I used to be I'm not judging you. (laughs) It's like, 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 wow, like, no, this isn't right. And especially coming in, I used to want to be a cop so bad because 
growing up, I knew people who were assaulted and I saw how poorly it was handled and I was like, I want to be someone who can combat that and actually bring justice or what I thought was justice at the time, right? Mm. And now looking back, I'm just like, it's <laughs> it's more than that, right? And it's just like unpacking all of that and being like, wow, all these things that I thought were so good for me as a society and as a community and as a person is all a facade, right? Mm. And it's all different structures of oppression that we face. And I'm just like, like in the Matrix, bitch. Take the red pill or take the blue pill. And Damn, then, I yeah. haven't seen the movie, so... <laughs> we'll have that as another video. <laughs> but it was just very eye-opening being able to, like, truly see something for what it actually is rather than what I thought it was. Mm. Um, quick update on the food. Um, I'm almost done. I have definitely started to taste the aguacate now, but now I feel like it's not actually real aguacate because it doesn't taste like aguacate. It doesn't taste like anything. I just feel it, you know? Maybe it's old. You're right. Maybe it's old. Um, but I'm almost done. I'm actually getting pretty full, which I'm surprised because I haven't ate since the morning. I haven't um, eaten at all. I was waiting for this. Oh, my God. Me, too. I was yeah. like, I need to go hungry. <laughs> um, but because um, I was like, what a disappointment. Like, we're going to review food and then, like, no voy a comer. Like, que pedo, you know? Like, but then I was also nervous because I know that you love your mom's food and that she makes you full all the time. And I was like... I swear, Anna's gonna get there. She's gonna be like, actually, I ate already. And it's about you some. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, maybe we should just bring each other our favorite meal or a handy oh, meal. Oh, that's hard. Because I have so many favorite meals. <laughs> Girl, we could bring each other. We could bring each other like a sandwich, even. I pride myself in being a really good sandwich maker, so Me too. I'm up for it. I told Anna to season her tomatoes. That is true. That is, true. <laughs> and it's a life game changer. Mm -hmm. Y'all season your toma your tomates, your tomatoes, tomatoes, whatever. Um. Anyway, but going back, also, I think you did say something. I think that I it makes me think about a lot was um, like not having the language, right? So I think like just piece things together. I think that happens a lot. Um, and so I think that's also another thing of like college like college isn't for everyone and like definitely like does not make you like More worthy of anything. Maybe job applications think that um, But also like these are just like because of the system you live under and like titles and pedigrees that people think that like Oh, this is what makes you like worth to be somewhere or be something which is totally not true and totally not the case however, I do think that at times degrees are an outlet or like a tool unfortunately because of the world we live in um to kind of you know it's like not necessarily escape but just kind of like move away from like poverty or like certain class or just have like this kind of a more of like a sustainable type of like life right where you do have your needs met you know whether that's like healthcare, whether that's like a home right like shelter food and things like that I definitely think that is the case, uh, which is, like, even why, like, when I, I, I was a really wild child, uh, growing up, like, you know, and, like, I'm not ashamed about it, like, before I used to be, because I was, like, oh, my God, all these people are, like, so perfect, um, but I was, uh, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, you know, um, maybe that could be another video, too, is our college experiences, yeah, that, wow, aye, aye, but, um, but, yeah, so I think, um, I never really cared about school, I would, like, ditch all the time, I never go I don't even know how I graduated high school like really I think it's literally just because like our teachers were like forced at times to like pass us which is like I mean just like a lot of stuff right just a lot of layers so when I went to college I didn't even really care about college and I didn't necessarily really want to go to college I kind of just went 
because I do come from a low socioeconomic background or low, um, I guess to not use also like, like, a a lot of, what is that? Not slang. What is that thing called? Where it's like derogatory jargon. Yeah. Mm. Not to use a lot of jargon. Right. Um, like that, um, I did come from a background that like, I did grow up like with low income, uh, like a low income person or whatever. Um, and so for me, like going to college was like, oh, well, like I'm going to get this degree and like, that's going to help me to like, not, you know, like live a better life and like what my parents like had to live for. And also that was something that my parents really ingrained into me and my siblings was like, if you like don't want to like struggle or whatever, like go to college because you go to college and you get a degree and that equals and like you, you know, like getting like securing employment, which I think is a very real thing for a lot of people. Or I think that I've, I've seen now or like know more that a lot of people experience this, right? Where their parents are like, don't go to college to like be enlightened and no, like you go to college because like you need get a job. Yeah, yeah, you need a job, right? Um, but also the pressure is there to go to college, but not necessarily to figure out the means to go to college. Yeah, right? exactly. Because <laughs> for yeah, for me, my dad and my siblings all drove go to college, go to college, go to college. But then when I had to figure out FAFSA, everybody was like, no Oh, yo no sé. Yeah, no, <laughs> no sé, figure it out, they have an office. And then I'd go to the office and I'd be frustrated because I'm like, what do I need? They and don't I, help. Yeah, they don't. So, like, even navigating that to, like, get an education to secure the bags, <laughs> you know, like, it was just frustrating. But the pressure is there. But also, like, at least for my parents, they didn't know how to help me. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's also very real. Yeah. I think it's something that's even, like, they don't, like, it's not that they don't want to, it's just, like, they don't know how. Like, even growing up, if I needed help in, like, my, like, school, like, my parents don't speak English, don't write it or anything. They'll, like, understand certain words. Um, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I needed help, it was, like, pues te chingaste, you know what I mean? Like, if your siblings can help you because they don't get the math or whatever, pues, oh, well, like, figure it out. You know what I mean? Um... And it's, again, it's not because they didn't care about school or they didn't care about me doing well. It's just they just didn't know, know right? And so, like, that was a thing. Um, Even that, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Realizing that your parents couldn't help you with certain things. Yeah. At, you know, at the time, I was like, well, you know, like, I guess this is just so normal. normal. I, I. Yeah, but I thought it was normal. And then when I would go and I would see how other parents were so involved in their kid's mm-hmm. life, I'd be like what yeah i'd be like what but then like at some point my parents did have a conversation with me they were like mija like i only have like till a fourth grade education Mm -hmm. like i had to work after that and i was like oh wow you know (laughs) oh damn (laughs) a job what 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 is is that that? (laughs) job security (laughs) what is that you mean (laughs) yeah but you know, it's uh, even then that that was different oppressive forces on them, mm-hmm. right? And now, like my siblings would be the ones to actually help me, mm-hmm. or I mean, I had to grow up at a very young age to like push through me needing tutoring or push through me needing mm-hmm. extra help. And even in high school, like I was really ashamed of it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to admit it. But then once I did get over it and I accepted the help, I was like, wow. I really held myself back. <laughs> no, yeah, I think sometimes it's because it's just, like, not understanding, right? Again, like, these things are how it's connected or whatever. Um, and so, again, like, I think, like, that's that's a big point, I think, of, like, 
this thing of like needing to go to college like college just really like I didn't it's not that I didn't learn anything new because of course I did learn something new I mean we all learn new things like throughout our lives uh, but I think it was more the experiences that I had like with the people that I met you know whether that was professors um classmates or like people like Corinthia I, I you know that resulted from like me doing other things while I was in college um it wasn't necessarily because it was like oh I just don't know anything because a lot of the times actually like if you go to neighborhoods with like you know high populations of people of color who are you know coming from low socioeconomic backgrounds or whatever they're actually gonna catch on to things a lot better why because they're actually living these things you know um so college just really gave me the language to be able to put a name on it to be like oh actually low socioeconomic background even that like that's what this is is that's what that looks like right that like i come from a low-income household but also like you know we're latinx where you know like we're a mixed status family like all of these other things are factors that go into the way of like what affects when the opportunities that you have um the access access is a big thing right that you have whether that's to education healthcare, language uh, language just a lot of these things and like that's also another thing of like college it's like why why must you go to college or like go to have these things right for in order for you to be able to like have the language to why put, is there gatekeeping yeah it's like it's like a gatekeeping because also like not everyone like one not everyone makes it out of high school right or like graduates is able to graduate high school and two not everyone is able to attend college or even attend college and i didn't even start having these epiphanies to like my second or like third year of college where i was like oh shit when i got when i really started to delve in into um other classes more of like chicano studies and like things like that that i was like which oh. that's your major right yes okay which is also like you know that's when i was like oh like this is like you know what i mean and it was like when i first started college as well like i was like i'm gonna you know be a cia agent or like an fbi agent because i was like they make good money and like why I not really and like psychology. yeah and i was like oh my god like blah 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 and like all these things um and then i was like actually like police are trash uh that's just my personal view not like representative of you know um, of anybody <laughs> these are all our personal opinions yes disclaimer yeah disclaimer uh big disclaimer in the in the, the description how do you know what's good for me that's my opinion uh, <laughs> but so it's just like I think and this is a conversation that I was having with one of my friends um, a while back that it because we, we got into a discussion about like different forms of government right whether that's like capitalism communism and like all these other things and they were kind and it happened all because um, they're probably going to be watching this aye, aye, so shout out to you you know who you are I'm just kidding I no, but really and um, <laughs> we we had this whole discussion because they were playing a podcast uh, and they were like, so what do you think about it? And I was like, it's all right, you know, not my cup of tea, but, and they're like, what do you mean? Like this and that. And like, uh, so we're back. Uh, obviously you're going to see the edited version, so it's just going to be running through. But the reason we look different, aye, aye, or is lit different, lit different is because we had to switch phones because um, we don't have a lot of memory. And yes, we're recording out of our phones. And yes, this may not be extremely HD high quality, uh, but if you don't like it, just fucking give us a camera then, you know? Like, <laughs> I'll put our Venmo. Yeah, you I'm like, you don't yeah. have one. But I have like, a cash app now, though. Oh, I have a cash app now. So. Please cash app us. Yeah, uh, that's just like. Put your money where your beliefs are. Yeah, we were literally just talking about being poor, so like, that's not gonna change if we're still in our 20s. Like, I don't, you know? 
I, anyway, but your friend. Oh yeah, my friend. Okay, so my friend, uh, who has this podcast, was like, well, you know, it's because everybody needs to, like, have a source of, like, information and this and that. And I was like, no, I get that and I understand that and I know that we have to have these discussions and whatever. You need to hear different ideas, blah, 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 blah. But my issue with it was just that, <clears throat> it was just, like, this language barrier. And not necessarily because it was, like, because they thought they were like, well, there has to be a language that, you know, people speak. Like, what do you, like, you don't, you know what I mean? And I was like, well, yeah, obviously, but. I want to name that I'm a little lost. What language are you talking about? Like, the jargon? Like, it was just Yeah, very, like, the like, jargon. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So it's very high-class language. Yeah, very, like, very, like, like academic. Okay, very, okay. like, you know? And, but they thought I was talking about, like, English or Spanish or, like, Chinese, you know? And I was like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the jargon and just, like the way that they're using like just like these words right and it was very like academic and like professional and like blah 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 which goes back to like having information be at an eighth grade level yeah exactly. so that everybody can cohesively comprehend what the information is yeah and it was just and i was like that's like my issue it's not that it's not good and they were like what do you mean these are all like queer and like people of color and like blah 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 and i was like which also, like, just because you're a queer person, a queer person of color, a trans person of color, or, you know, whatever, does not mean that you... Are exempt from being racist, yeah. homophobic, or problematic. Yeah, like that, like, you could still be trash. Two things not necessarily can trash. at the yeah, same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, which, like, I was like that, like that, like, okay, like, Rafael Cruz, also known as, like, Ted Cruz, is, like, Latinx, you know, like, he's Cuban. And it comes from an immigrant background, so, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Marco Rubio. I mean, we, the list can go on, right? Um, anyway, so that was Your aunt, who's always posting on Facebook, oh, yeah. who's always getting on your nerves, because she's posting all these things, because she's secretly pro-institutionalized oppression. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Her. Her. <laughs> so, and so I think that was also, like, again, like, it's just this thing, right, where it's, like, again, like, this gatekeeping, or this, like, not giving people access like knowledge or just like again like naming these things where they can actually fight against it right which obviously is like also like another like that is a part of like this system or part of the problem because if you don't give access to people and like you don't let them know that they're being like harmed or that they're being oppressed or whatever like they're not going to know and they're not going to think there's a reason for them to fight against it right like they're just going to be like you know, going on with their life, be like, oh, well, well, that's life, you know? Or also, like, this idea where, like, that idea of, like, pull up yourself by, like, your bootstraps, right, is born from, which is, like, like, well, do you know you're poor? Like, just get a job. Like, or, you know, like, things like that. It's like, oh, well, you're poor because, like, porque quieres or something. When in reality, it's like, actually, no. Like, you know, and I think that was also another big, like, if, like, aha or, like, epiphany moment that I had when I went to college and realized I was, like, actually having a degree does not guarantee that I will not continue to be poor, you know, or, like, be in this, like, class or whatever, right, because, again, it's, like, bigger than that, yes, I have a higher possibility than other folks, right, to, like, not, to, like, I guess, yeah, to not, ma like, remain, right, as, like, low income or whatever, but there's still a, also a possibility to me, like, just being that way and, like, living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, all these other things, like, but also, I had, sorry, no, I had I so many professors that had not only their position, but, like, two other different positions. Yeah. Who had to, like, do work for school, but, like, it was under a different title, or had, like, several different projects going on at a time. Mm -hmm. And also, 
at UTEP, at least that's how my understanding how it works. I'm not sure how it works with a junior universities. But when a professor secures a grant, like 80% of that grant goes back to the university. <laughs> she was so shook. She was shook. She, yes. was sh she fell right down. She was <laughs> like, what? Bitch, what? <laughs> what did she just say? Let me break it down for y'all. So, yeah, like, wow. Yeah. It, the diabetes garage was geared towards getting men to be educated should be educated on diabetes. Edition. You're so what is the English language anyways? I mess up my words all the time, but I'll like you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um and she noticed that most health programs and most participants in health are women. Because women are the matriarchy of the homes, right? Most of the times they carry so many different things. They're the chef, the nurse the bookkeeper, you know, they're the ones who have to take care of everybody in the household most of the time. And men are typically the ones who have a hard time going to the doctor, especially in the machismo culture too. They're like, unless I'm bleeding, like I don't really need to go to the doctor. <laughs> or can we even afford that? That's a luxury. All these different things. And she wanted to center a program specifically to get men to get educated so they can manage themselves. And so she was like, how can I do this? And what she did was go to different car shows and she found her demographic there in men who were into cars. And she built her curriculum on managing diabetes in correspondence with how to maintain a car. So like you wow. get your oil changed. Yeah, I know, right? Shut I'm up. like, damn, bitch. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like so shook by the house. No, but she would ask men, you go and you get your oil changed, why don't you ever go do the same thing for yourself? And so she built a curriculum around that idea, and she was able to get men to be on board and figure out how to manage themselves and come up with different, like, what's good, what's bad on a diet as far as, like, these are the foods that you should be eating and diabetes, these are how you can cook it, and trying to build that to be a personal thing but also like a family thing like these are how you can have different meals with your family and creating that different structure but girl I was going on a tangent I don't even know how to bring this back together I was like what was this all about I don't know what it was all about but I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to bring it about what we were just it talking was, about um, we can rewind it like <laughs> um I don't know but it was a real cool program but also oh the grants Oh, yeah, I was so right. I was like searching in my brain. I was like, what were we? How is it? We just rewind it, but you <laughs> You're know. So right. No, but that goes back to the grant. So she had gotten a grant, but a portion of that has to go to the university first before it hits her. And so, yeah, and so it gets adjusted to how much she actually gets out of that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm seriously. The like, gay agenda. It's here and it's queer. And we're ready to fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it, it hits the university and it has to filter through, filter <laughs> through them before she ever gets that money. But that's at a university level, not that if you're a professor. But, yeah. <laughs> you're sorry. Institution. I don't know what to say after that. I was yeah, like, me neither. <laughs> you're like, like wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just like, I was, the whole phone's Raymond, you know, like, damn, bitch. Like, that was a lot. I, 
Sometimes I'm like, what do y'all even do with all this money? Because, like, I don't see it invested, so. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Please tell me how we don't have an ethnic studies department. Or, like, how you don't have, how you charge us for parking, but, like. I could go on a whole rant about that, too. Yeah. Did I tell I, you? No. No? How I parked far once, and then I had to get the police to come here. And when oh, I, yeah, you told me. Which, like, no shade, because, like, thanks for giving me my degree, but, like, <laughs> fuck you, too, you know? Like, yeah, what the heck? I think, I think university parking is a scam. I think the whole thing is a scam, right? But yeah, the whole university is a scam. The whole, like, everything. Yeah, my life. The whole life is a scam. Existing is hard. And it it's a is. Scam. And it's a trap. Yeah. I'll put I'll put the traffic thing in our college experience. <laughs> because let me tell y'all. I have me. tips. But if anybody from UTEP sees it, then you're fucked. Yeah. But my tip. Well, I'm not going to say my tip till we get to to get online right? courses. <laughs> so you don't have to go to campus. So, I'm like... But also, like, if you don't follow through, if you're like me, oh yeah, it might be a little difficult, you know? You're so right. But we were going back to the whole education and how education is a scam. And all the, you know, and you know what, that, you talking about how your friend was like, why don't you get it? And you're just like, oh, am I not able to reach everybody? That's like giving somebody a calculus book and being like, figure this math out when all they know is, like, addition and subtraction. Yeah. You're like... This is a whole different language to me. What are you talking about? Yeah. And you expect them to get through the whole... What did I say? Through the whole book? Yeah, through the whole book. And, like, understand it. And understand it and comprehend it. And, like, be like, able to, like, do, you know, like, calculus problems. Or, yeah, like, and then, like, teach others how to do it. It's, like, obviously not, you yeah. know? Um, those are just my two cents. Aye, aye. My t- but, yeah, I just... It's just really annoying to me. Um, but I think sometimes you can also fall into the trap of doing that, right? Like, I'm sure that when we, when you're, when you, because Eddie, um, Eddie, what the fuck? I don't know an Eddie. I don't, I don't know who's Eddie. But, uh, <laughs> Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Corinthia is going to edit this amazing, beautiful video. Um, so I don't look so dead. Aye, aye. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, she figured oh, yeah. Out. No, I remember. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say that my burger was delicious. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew. You know what? I was, not that I was skeptical, but I was just like, I have to be in the mood for one of those burgers, you know? Because it's very... No, but, you know, like, a regular burger, like, you have your lettuce, your tomato, like, you're, like... Wow, I've never thought about it that way. Yeah, like, you're, like, you're... you're for me, that's a lonche, like, a sandwich. Yeah, but you know, you, ha- you have a certain expectation with the burger. You have those, like, vegetables. But this, this was, like, meat, meat, cheese, right? yeah, mushroom. It's, like, I don't know, it's, like, heavy. Onion. Yeah, onion. But it was so and good. Chile, I added green chili and bacon. That was brilliant. Brilliant on both of those moves. It was I so know. good. I feel so happy. I know. We're ready to Airbnb experience your, your food tours. Okay, what were you going to say? Um... Um, no, I think I really forgot. Um, I, what was I Going back to our college experience, talking about how it's all a scam. Life is a scam. We're a scam. Please cash up us so we can get a camera. <laughs> I think that's way far back. Uh, no, oh my god, I totally... Oh yeah, 
yeah, now I remember. Okay, so about the jargon. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that I think sometimes, like uh, like I said, uh, is going to edit this. Uh, but anyway, obviously, I think, like, even going through our own video, we, like, you might catch that also. It's like, oh, actually, we're saying a lot of, like, these, like, not buzz, no, not, just, like, again, jargon. Or, like, all this, like, language that, like, or words, I guess, that aren't really, like, used. They're used more in, like, spaces of, like, organizing or, like, very, like, selective, I guess, like, spaces sometimes, um, that, like, we could have broken down more. Yeah, that we could have broken down more, and that, like, maybe some people would see it, or, like, if I was having a conversation with someone, they'd be like, what the fuck is that, you know? Um, and again, I think sometimes, like, that, like, going back to that, I think sometimes we can fall into the trap of that. One, because I think we get conditioned, like, when we are in college or, like, studying, because it's like, okay, this is how I'm gonna have to, like, sell myself right to like jobs or like how I'm gonna you know have to do certain things like whether it's like I don't know like research or like essays or uh, fucking cover letters and resumes which are fucking you think they're easy I thought the reason I was like oh yeah I gotta figure it out when I sat down and actually started to do one because I hadn't applied for a job in so long I was like so stressed and I became upset because of how stressed I was and I was like fuck this I don't fuck jobs like but not really because like I need money you know <laughs> but like just like little things like that and I think like you fall into that trap where then it's like sometimes it's hard to explain like certain things when I'm like talking to my parents about certain like you know like things like that or um again like even in this video because we're always like in like RJ spaces or like organizing spaces that when we like talk about these things we're like oh like systemic and blah 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 and like all these other things that we're like oh damn actually like that's the truth because you know what when I I mean, I have that same experience. Mm -hmm. When I would enter different reproductive justice spaces, I I literally had a whole page where I'm like, I have to go home and Google this. Yeah. I was like, okay, so like, she just said something and I have to figure out what these five words. I'm like words. the annoying attendee that I'm always like, um, excuse me, what is that? Like, that's me. No, I'm I like, know. Fuck. No, but you know what, that goes But like, you never, like, yeah. it was because like, we didn't know, right? Yeah. Like, we, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. And you know what? A lot of the times I think is also really great that those spaces do hold like empathy and sensitivity mm -hmm. to us because they don't ever judge us for asking what could be these simple questions to them, but it's not to us, right? And they take the time to deliberately answer with intention those questions. And I never once felt dumb in those mm -hmm. spaces, but I also always felt shy to ask those questions. Yeah. And that's what we're trying not to do, right? Like, no question is too dumb to ask. And so I think that that is very important and goes back to, like, my first experience being in those spaces. I did hear all these buzzwords, and I'm like... But also, like, I only knew one version of those buzzwords as well, yeah. right? What my preconceived notion of what those words meant, like, what I thought they meant before. And then being in the RJ space, you're like, wow, these words actually... I only touched the surface of what they actually meant. They actually mm -hmm. mean so much more. And so, like, that, that's a really good point you're saying. I'm just kidding. But I think another thing that I guess would be, I guess a good segue, segue, I don't know. It's also, right, that, like, these things take time. Like, I think we've both been in RJ for a couple of years now, right? Like two. I'm not going to give myself that credit. I'm going to give myself, like, a year and a half. Almost two years, two years, it counts as a couple. <laughs> I mean, but wait, you know, like, it's it's been, but, like, these very, like, intensive, yeah, intensive, um, like, deep, just about reproductive justice, what it is, and, like, 
just you know these that we've had that we've had the ability to be in those spaces right um and like we still don't know everything right and like it's a process like you're not and again like we never stop learning in our lives like you're gonna be 15 still learning new things and that's okay and totally cool and actually as a matter of fact you should do that like you should try to learn new things um but I think sometimes I'm not sure if like I'm going into like a tangent but I think um pulling it back to reproductive justice and just like the things that we do sometimes it can also be um and I get I guess this kind of also goes back to like what I was saying when I first came into reproductive justice and I was had all these like emotions and feelings and stuff or like prior to that um was because I also didn't understand when that what I could do right or like there was things that I could be doing but also that like things take time right like just even learning about these things takes a lot of time and then putting it into action is also more time and then actions are also take like take time like change takes time and like we're not gonna solve all the problems in the world tomorrow or like even in this year even in our lifetimes like we're just not and that's not this like nihilistic or this very like pessimistic view of like fuck everything and like no it's not that it's just like understanding that like it's okay if you don't see the results of everything right now right because you can't these are like centuries years millions it's all an investment to the future yeah it's all like investment to the future and like you know maybe we might not be able to see the things that we planted right like as a garden right like thinking of the world like as a garden like we may be planting these seeds but we're not going to see them bloom and like but like that's okay because it's our job to nurture right and to pass on our knowledge passing on knowledge right also is like to other people who are going to come before us like you had said like earlier to ensure that they have the same tools and they can expand even more on that knowledge and then you know hopefully eventually we are able to see things bloom and grow and i think that was that's also something like realizing that and really conceptualizing it and being like you know what it's okay i'm doing this i'm doing the most that i can and also being kind to yourself that like you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders because like you're just one person right and like these are like it's not your fault also like that these things happen or exist you're just like you know what i mean um and kind of like being able to like cope with all of those feelings and stuff was kind of like okay like i'm doing the most i'm doing what i really can and also i have to take care of myself and like my life um and also just like again like it's just it's all time I think wow i i just you can't hear anything i said because i'm talking so low no, but that was really, really brilliant, and I think that one of the most re- sorry. <laughs> Thank you. One of the most rewarding things about working with West Fund is the youth program that we have, because mm. at some point. Oh my God, I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, but at some point we've planted some of those seeds, and when you see some of the students like get that aha moment, you're like, wow, mm-hmm. like they're able to pick up on things faster than us because Mm. I mean for me I'm realizing this in my 20s right what would I have been or what would I have done if I was able to get that knowledge at a younger age and be able to understand certain things and I'm just like and even like right and this could be its own like video right but like we're in such a digital age where like information is constantly being given and fed and for so many students and youth as well to be able to come together to try to make a movement 
is really incredible to see and again we might not be able to see the work of our labor in our lifetimes but just knowing that like we are doing this groundwork which means that others will be able to continue on that work or better that work or just keep going on in that work will ultimately result in being able to have a more unified sense of community at least for myself because I never really understood or comprehended and hold or understood the weight of what that word actually meant community and being able to see it being sewn together in the work that we do has been really rewarding yeah. I am like yeah <laughs> yeah too snap fingers which a lot of people in like organizing do that and I understand that but I'm like a clapper so sometimes I'm like and I, oh just kidding you know um but like I understand why people will like snap I think it's also just like be able to hear right yeah yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah I forgot what I was gonna say but that was really great <laughs> that was really great um, maybe that should be our closing yeah are you, are you ready to close it yeah I think let me just quickly update uh, on the burger. So I feel like... It wasn't as good as my experience, huh? Definitely not. Aye, aye. But I feel like it went from like a 5 or 6 to like an 8.5 mm. out of a 10. Um, it was those pickles. It was those pickles and that like jalapeno. I was like, wow. Um, it was just, it was so good. Like that like little like kick. Aye, aye. Like, like the little kick when they do like cooking shows has a kick you know um you know what it's because i always think guacamole is missing that kick so whenever i see yeah, anything with guac guacamole like, yeah i'm like kick. oh you need to add something to that yeah because this is just straight up aguacate like it's just aguacate which like in a torta okay makes sense because mm. like you know like your meat is seasoned like all these other things are like together that like makes it just pull together but like in a burger i don't know but it, it was like eight and a half out of ten again I recommend you all to like Google I, I these burgers. It was a mushroom Swiss burger and the avocado bacon burger. Just because they're gonna look a lot better <laughs> online than like what we showed up in the video. Right. Um, also, for my rating, I would give mine a 9 out of 10. Oh, thank you. I, I. You're so um, Yeah, but the bread was really good. One thing though, and one thing my mom always complains about is that the bun and like water burger is like really dry she's like it tastes like it's viejo uh and like sometimes it can but for me i just feel like because the the burgers are also just like juicy. they have so much and they're so juicy and like they're very fulfilling i think like the bread's like fine but apparently my mom doesn't like that uh, which is also why she's not a big fan of water burger because of the bun um i yeah. know i was like what she prefers mcdonald's y'all like who the fuck is this lady aye aye but um Sam, you know what I also wanted to do, actually, was talk about, like, our first ex- well, I mean, we kind of did, but, like, a, like, Whataburger. Our first experience at Whataburger? Yeah, but I, like, I think just, like, damn. Anyway, but I think it was an eight and a half out of ten. Maybe uh, that's how we can actually close it. Damn, you're so right. Aye, aye. Okay. Okay. Well, you yeah. first. Uh, well, basically, that's what I was going to say, eight and a half out of ten. I keep repeating that. But, um... It was good, the pan was great, I think everything was great, the guac I would change, I just, it was like, I didn't switch taste it to like halfway through the burger, um, and also didn't really taste like anything, so I think it's, it was more like the sauce and the jalapenos and stuff that I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, um, but overall it was pretty good, very satisfying, it was a lot, it is like a double patty, 
There was a lot. I, I mean, I ate the mushrooms just yesterday, and it's almost like a double patty, but it was still, it was a lot. Now I'm like, damn. Um, okay, but my first experience with Whataburger, I actually did not eat Whataburger until I was like 16 or 17. Um, but honestly, a lot of that is also just because, like, I wasn't until, like, I got my own job and I was able to, like, start paying for my own, own things and, like, go out and stuff, uh, was when I was, like, started to, you know? I knew Whataburger existed when I was, like, 15, but, like, I, before that, like, I didn't even know Whataburger was a thing. Like, I would, like, who? Who is she? Like, I didn't, I don't know her, you know? Like, I didn't, I didn't know, know her. thing comes in McDonald's. Exactly. Yeah, I no, I didn't even know McDonald's, you know, because actually, like, um, we used to think that, like, McDonald's, like, because, you know, I feel like it's very popular, and, like, everybody gets, like, McDonald's and stuff, and, like, it seems like a lot of fancy people get it, you know, like, from the commercials and stuff, so we always thought, like, oh, no, Whataburger's, like, that shit for, like, Los Ricos, you know, for, like, people who are rich, like, that's Wait, people who have McDonald's. Their, well, both, but okay. because I didn't know Whataburger existed, it okay. was, like, McDonald's. I was, like, no, that's, like, what, like, people with money get. Like, no, like, you know? So, what we actually, my first experiences with, like, burgers and stuff were actually at Wendy's. Shout out to Wendy's, man. Their burgers, they got dollar burgers, which are, like, way better and way bigger than McDonald's, by the way. Um, <laughs> Wendy's? And you know what? That's so funny. I'm the opposite. I used to think Wendy's was fancy. What? Yeah, I Wendy's like, is like la vieja confiable. You oh, know? she goes to Wendy. Oh, she's got money. <laughs> oh, she doesn't pay for circle patties. She pays for square patties. I forgot that was a thing. I'm like, I yeah, but you know, like we went there and also um, Jack in the Box after a while. It was, this was, like, I mean, it's been years now, because I was, like, a, a tween. I, I was, like, maybe, like, 13 or something around that time. But that's when they, like, introduced, like, their tacos that were used to be one, two for a dollar, but now they're two for one forty nine. I, I, and they also had, like, Jack Juniors, I don't know what, also for, like, uh, like un dollar, you know? So, I have to confess, I never liked Jack in the Box, because I don't make their sourdough bread. Oh, the, I don't know, I feel like it was but you know that's what we would get like it was just because we thought that's like what it w like fancy people got or it was more expensive than it actually was and it wasn't until literally probably a couple of years ago like maybe until I was like well I started to find out that oh wow like McDonald's is really cheap once I got I was like older in high school maybe I was like 17 or 18 and it was um because I had friends right who would go and they're like oh they're my chicken right and I was like what like a dollar hamburguesa who what i was shook um yeah i was like wow like wh wow um and then a couple of years ago that's when my mom really started to get into my not that like she's just, like a huge fanatic but just like she started to like realize how cheap it was and she also really likes iced coffee so then she's like oh like mcdonald's like blah 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 you know um cheaper than starbucks and basically yeah no thing. yeah exactly um, but yeah, so I didn't eat Whataburger until I was like maybe 16 or 17. I don't even remember, I think probably the first thing that I had was actually the, the bacon cheese Whataburger, or not just the regular number one, and that's when I was like, oh wow, it was love at first bite. I was like, wow, this is it. Um, and yeah, my life's never been the same. <laughs> wow. You're so right. Okay, so my first experience with Whataburger is different <laughs> um i used to like love and be so down for mcdonald's i'd get the little 
Happy Meal? The Happy Meal, right? With the little guy. You get to get it for like toys. $3, dude. Huh? I get that. Like when I'm on a real budget. Oh, yeah. $3? And you get a toy? Wow. Yeah. And you can replace like the side for extra fries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Who was keeping these secrets? <laughs> yeah, budget queen. Mm, yeah. We know you out there. <laughs> but no, so I remember that, and then for a while we were super into Sonic. Oh, I actually uh, love Sonic. Yeah, and I yeah. think Sonic onion rings are better than. I don't know. Than. Oh, damn. Damn. You know what? We'll do a whole episode on onion rings. Do you like onion rings? Uh, they're alright. I've never had any that were like really good. They're really just like too much like what is it batter? Mm, I'm just that. like this does not taste like Soya at all. <laughs> so right. You know, but yeah. yeah. No, but so for a while we were really into Sonic, and then one day uh, my dad wanted to take me out to eat, and so we went to Waterburger, and I re- now I hear the what a burger yeah. <laughs> like commercial jingle for like years ago. <laughs> And again, like I used to think it was Awa Burger, and I was yeah. like, I don't get it. <laughs> like I really, yes, yeah, Bonghabob. That's where. That's really where he be at. And Bikini Bottom, we don't know her. He's in El Paso, and he's working at a Waterburger. Yeah. <laughs> and Awa Hamburguesa. Awa Hamburguesa. That's what we're gonna call it from now on. Awa Hamburguesa. Yeah. And so we went there, and he's like, Oh yeah, like I tried it, and it's really good. For a second, I thought you were talking about SpongeBob. I was like, What? You know Spongebob? Spongebob? You know his Spongebob? I love that he's called Spongebob. El Espon- if y'all don't watch cartoons in Spanish, y'all are really what missing are you out. Doing? Yeah. <laughs> El Spongebob. El Clifford. El Perro Rojo. <laughs> Squidward's Calamardo. <laughs> Did you say what? Calamari? No, oh, no, no, no. And no. then Sandy's Arenita. <laughs> like little sand. Are you? And then Mr. Krabs, what's Mr. Krabs? I don't know how Mr. Krabs is. Cangrejo, I think. Don Cangrejo. El que quiere todo el dinero. Yeah, all the money. All the uh, The renter, basically. Oh my god, you're so The right. landlord. I'm like, fuck Mr. Krabs, man. He's like, capitalism in the show. Yeah, I know. I, oh my god, okay. Okay, wait, so let me finish this. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, my dad took me to Whataburger, and I thought it was so funny, because I was finally going to try one of these water burgers. And we went in and I ordered a number one. I was super basic. And I remember the first thing that I noticed in comparison to McDonald's was how big the Whataburger's burgers are. Yeah, you have to hold it with both hands. Yeah, literally. Like, like, we're not making, this is not an ad. Not an ad. Hashtag, not sponsored. Not sponsored. Which we should be, though. Ay, ay. But, uh, no, yeah, the burgers are huge. And I remember looking at it and I'm like, I'm not going to finish this. And but then, then she went home on. And then I was like, you know what? So I was scared. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> No, I, I ate half of it, and I was like, this is so good. And, like, yeah, Whataburger and McDonald's, their price ranges are definitely different. But if you want to treat yourself to a good burger that's mm-hmm. kind of honestly affordable, like, Whataburger is where it's at. And I remember yeah. being like, oh, Whataburger is for special occasions now. Yeah. So, <laughs> back then, yeah. if it was a special occasion or something, or, like, my dad on Fridays, like, he got paid... He's like, ah, vamos a agarrar algo, pero suave. It was water burger. Agua hamburguesa. Agua hamburguesa. Esponja Bob, is that you? I think I see him behind the bushes. You're so right. Can I have a Krabby Patty? <laughs> no, agua hamburguesa. Can I have an agua hamburguesa? H2O organic, no GMO. 
He no brings pressure. us a little block of ice. Yeah, it's basically air. <laughs> You're so right. This is so yeah. good. <laughs> this is my keto diet, y'all. My keto. Oh my. We could do another episode on diet culture. You're so right. I'm gonna well, write that down because yeah, zero calories. Ah, oh, we're gonna do a diet um video, and it's going to be zero calories. For you all, not for us. For you all. Yeah, I was like, because you don't gotta eat it, you know. And you know what? Oh my God, we'll eat gorditas. <gasps> oh well. The meta-ness. I know. We're so okay. good. I know. We're so smart. <laughs> We're an idea factory, to be we, honest. Yeah, you all should be paying us just for watching this. Aye, aye, just kidding. But really though, if you wanna like cash up or Venmo us, please do because you know we could use. We could use it. Yeah. We just yeah. said we're poor. Yeah, I'm like... Just kidding. Alright, thank you so much for watching. And I'll see you guys. I don't know, we have to figure out a schedule. But like, we'll yeah. see you. Yeah, next video.